Welcome to Living on Purpose. I'm Mark Pumphrey along with my co-host Dr. Christy Stewart coming to you from the Circle City, Indianapolis, Indiana. So Christy, we have kicked her out of the studio. <laughs> she is gone. She is out in the icy waters kayaking around glaciers in Norway and boy we have taken over the studio. <laughs> I'm joined today with Kirsten and you probably remember, remember her from a couple shows past. How you doing today? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you. So today we're going to talk about time management. This was a topic you wanted to bring up. What were kind of some of the things that you well, come to mind when you think about time management? First of all, I listened to the show. So we got to talk about what the good doctor says and her time management definition is. Okay. <laughs> of course, she had to have some <laughs> aspect. <laughs> well, you know, we, gotta, we got to uh, add something from the good doctor. Because I find it so helpful that you guys do read the definition of the topic of the day and let me try it. Okay. The definition of time management is the act or process of planning and exercising conscious control over the amount of time spent on specific activities, especially to increase effectiveness, efficiency, or productivity. Dr. Christie also says everyone has the same 24 hours in a day, literally. So how do you prioritize your time? What are the choices you make about where and what you'll be doing and going to do or not doing? Uh, that's true. <laughs> See, she's halfway around the world and uh, we're still quoting her. She's actually <laughs> quoting her back to her. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the best way to look at that. So do you think in specific job time management is more important than others? definitely think so my current job right now is I'm a dog groomer so when dogs are dropped off they need to be picked up at a certain time and some dogs take longer to dry than others sure you so, would think a beagle would take no time but a beagle actually takes longer than a st. Bernard really yes okay. so time management is important I can't get Rufus in the tub and have him back out the door by noon while his parents are time managing their day and trying to make sure to pick up Rufus on the on the time that they discussed. Oh, that, see, that's interesting. I never thought about it in those terms because your time management affects other people's time management. Exactly. Ooh. And then also, I've also had jobs where cooking. Mm -hmm. When I cooked in a restaurant, you had to make sure all the food came out at the same time. The scrambled eggs don't take as long as maybe a hard-boiled egg. Or vice versa. Or bacon, I guess. Right? Yes. Yeah, bacon does take a long time. <laughs> well, and again, that, that still goes back to the same thing. You're managing your time so other people can manage theirs. You exactly. can't necessarily have a breakfast meal come out three hours later. They're ready for lunch. Right. And they have ready places to, to go. <laughs> exactly. Why is this topic important? Well, I wanted to talk about it because I wanted to know what do other people do with their time? Like, how do we learn this? How do we manage it? I can learn how somebody else managed their time in the same profession as me, they've already made the mistake, so I don't have to. See, that's the important thing about <laughs> it. This is what's really important about somebody that is a professional in that field, because they've already made the mistakes. Exactly. It's time in all you. areas, mostly. Yeah. That skill set is already there. So I believe that is true. I think knowing time management is very important and there's literally probably thousands if not hundreds of thousands of books on the subject <laughs> so some of the things that we're going to let talk me manage my time so i can read that book how to manage my time <laughs> you have time to read the book on time management <laughs> that is funny i think that's great so we got a few questions that we're going to present to each other see if we can't come up with a i don't know a solidified answer to them all so one of the 
questions that comes up. How does time management affect our lives? So what do you think? I know in a day that I need to walk my dog and I need to go to a job that provides for myself and I also need to remember to eat. So with those things, I need to get up in the morning and walk my dog before Mm -hmm. I eat breakfast so I can be at work on time. I just feel like being late is just, being late is disrespectful to the next person. And it's also a time management issue. So we've talked about that in other shows where you know that you have to be there at nine, but then you wait till... 840 to get there because you think oh if the traffic is perfect the lights are all green i'm gonna make it there by nine and that doesn't generally happen and then if you grow up in a military family even if you show on time show up on time you're late that's true yeah i've had that it's like well if you show up on time you're five minutes late what that's (laughs) that military even in my current life my uh job doesn't start till eight but i get there at 7 30 because, you know, the soaps and the towels aren't going to warm up themselves, you know. This is true. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's always that pre before it starts. And I think that that's why time management is and has always been a huge component in one's life. Not only because you have to manage your time, but the, like we've just said, you're also affecting other people in their time management. Just using those little aspects that you've brought up, if you're coming in late, you're affecting somebody else. So your first appointment is at 9 a.m. You're not there till 9:10. That could set your whole day behind. It does. It, so, in fact, it does. Oh, sure it does. And I think that this could be the same for anybody. So if your job, I, like you said, if you're a cook, what if you come? What if your shift starts at 5 a.m. and you're not there till 5:15? There's orders that are mm-hmm. waiting to be done. So. Except I feel like maybe in doctors' offices they don't feel like this. It's okay for them to be a half hour and 45 minutes mm-hmm. late somehow. This is a good point. Okay, so if anybody's listening to your doctor's office, let's bring that up for you know, a moment. <laughs> and I have to say, in my example, I even groom for a few surgeons. When they're late, I have to ask them, "What do I get to do?" Exactly. Because if you're late, I'm gonna. It's gonna affect me. In the surgery world, I know it's just dog grooming to some, but it's other people's time is important as well. Sure, yeah. (laughs) And I think that that's a good point. When you're you're managing your time, then you've got to think about other people. So, yeah, with doctor's offices, I've always found that interesting. You know, your doctor's appointment's at 9, and you don't go back till 9. until 9.45. Exactly. And then you don't even really see the doctor until 10.05. Exactly. So, and I do get that part of it. (laughs) But if you're late 15 minutes, you have to scratch the whole appointment. (laughs) Like, oh, you're going to be late. I'm sorry, Chip. Sorry. I need to hear that you were in surgery. That's why you're late. (laughs) But this does bring up that an excellent point, even in the the medical field or something like that, that how does that make you feel when you're at a doctor's office and you don't get back till 940 and you don't see the doctor till 1010? In our minds, we're thinking, well, this is a doctor, so their time is just as important, but yours is as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree with you. If we look at this, how does time management affect our lives? In all kinds of different ways. In all kinds of areas. So what's our next one is, how do we learn how to manage our time? I think some people, in fact, I asked this question. We had talked about this show, so everybody's answers were different. A lot of them said that they learned in college because they had to learn how to be at classes on time, get their homework done on time, how to drink and get their homework done on time. (laughs) (laughs) These were all things that they had said to me that college helped them with managing their time. If I'm going to party till 3 (laughs) a.m. and I got a 7 a.m. I have a paper due at midnight. (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't didn't go to college, so I think my time management 
was learned by having a job early on in life. I had a very early job at 13. I was a kennel girl in a vet clinic. So okay. I had two hours to learn about everything that concerned veterinary care. <laughs> See? And I think that that is an interesting uh, aspect because when people tell you they learned it in college, I think a large part of that is because nobody was doing it for you. You didn't have a mom and dad telling you it's time to get up to go to school. You didn't have a school calling going, hey, where are you? That's one of my favorite things. My wife teaches college, and one of her favorite speeches was the first day of class, if you don't show up to class, I don't care. I'm not calling you. I This is on you. This you is, make that decision. You paid to be here. You Whether you're here or not, I'm getting paid. I mean, I'm sure it was very nice and very, you know, fluffy, but the essential... I'm sure in the beginning of her career, it was nice and fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> So. Now it's, hey, you paid here, you're, I'm going to get paid whether you're here or yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. Essentially, that's what it kind of comes down to is like, I'm not here to babysit you, you're here to babysit yourself. But how do you learn it? Well, I think it's repetition. Basically hitting your head against the wall kind yeah. of learning. <laughs> I think that's what most people, when they learn time management, is it's just repetition of doing the same thing over and over again. And then you perfect it because you find out all the little quirky things that you can take out to make it faster, more efficient. And I think time management in life versus, let's say, a job is because you have years and years of experience with it versus I, I think time management in every job that you do, whether it's a new one or something that you've even, let's say that you went to another dog grooming or like you're getting ready to start your own business. Your time management is going to have a whole different element for you than when you were just grooming. So it's going to take on a whole new aspect, but since you already have the idea down, you'll be able to manage that better. Mm -hmm. I think when time management becomes an issue is let's say that, you know, I decide I'm going to go from my current profession to something completely new and different. I'm not going to have any time management skills. Exactly. So, but that's okay because I think jobs or even companies put that into play. If that's where I... They always want to ask what your strongest points and your weakest points are. They really should ask, how's your time management skills? There you go. But see, that's where I think your time management skills will come into play. Because I think that even if you can do a job, it may... You may have to tweak it for the next one. So that's where we come to our next question. Do we waste time? Who, and who defines that? And what perspectives do we put on that? So do we waste time? I'm Let's, sure. Oh, God. Again, yeah. I'm sure. I was wasting time this morning when I was watching <laughs> totally. TV. Totally. We waste time <laughs> in between questions. I know, right? Well, that's what I always find But is that really wasting time or getting to know us? That's a good question. Because sometimes we feel like we just got to sit there and veg out in front of the TV, right? Right. I'm down with that. Because one of the things I think most people think, do we waste time? That's defined on the person that's actually doing it. You ask somebody else, did I waste, or did your husband or your coworker waste time? Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's where you get into judgy, though. So who defines that is (laughs) where we come into that. If I define it, then no, I didn't waste time, or yes, I did waste time. If somebody else is defining if I wasted time, absolutely. It's probably going to be 100% yes. Do we waste time? We can all say yes to that question. Yeah, we can all say yes, yes. to that question at some point. Because but I, we can also insert excuse here, though, as well. Exactly. Well, for instance, how many times do you sit out? Well, for me, my, my addiction is YouTube sometimes. I'll just veg out watching YouTube videos. 
So is that a complete waste of time? Probably. But I think that those things are necessary. It helps you decompress. But I think the moment that you go, God, why am I wasting time on that? Is the yeah, moment you need you to know. stop. The next question we have, choices and where we place the priority. That's I think a good it just, one. Yeah, choices. Um, do we choose to be on time? Do we choose to do this task before we need to be someplace? I mean, it just basically boils down to what's important. For meeting somebody, is that person's time important? That's interesting because if you think of it in that terms, that's exactly what, how, what hierarchy do they have to you? Is this really a valuable use of your time? <laughs> that may be a very valuable use of their time. Yeah, that's a good question. So choices and where we place our priorities. So if your mom has asked you to come over 16 times for dinner because she hasn't seen you in a while, and you're thinking, oh, then we're going to go over and drudge all this stuff up and blah, 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 and you put it off and you put it off. Then when you finally say yes, you go over there. By the way, this has nothing to do with my mom. So, <laughs> <laughs> But you finally go over there and you're late because you're thinking, man, if I, I, I know I'm going to be there for three hours. And so you show up and you think, oh, maybe I can get out of it in two and a half hours. And your whole your whole mindset is just to get through the night. That's a really bad time management aspect. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. So here's the other thing that we can think about that. Let's say that you feel like you have to and you don't want to. Well, then take her out to dinner. Now you're in a restaurant. You only have a certain amount of time due to social constraints. So you got 45 minutes, you drop her off, boom, bang, bing, it's done. Well, there's a lot of thought into a mo- into an evening with a mom. <laughs> Are you asking for a friend? Yeah. <laughs> Is that for a friend? That was a <laughs> lot of thought for a mom. But you're right, though. My mom now lives down here. And while you're bringing that up, I do that. I take her out to eat because it's just more time efficient that we can right. get a meal and a conversation in. Versus me having to sit over there for the three hours for the conversation. When you think about it, the conversation might be even richer because you got a time constraint. You're yeah. getting into the nitty gritty. You're getting the meat and none of the potatoes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree with that. And especially being an entrepreneur, you have got really set aside that time. So if you're saying, I really don't have three hours to set aside for this, even though you may want to, <laughs> it may not be. Well, that's busy. just where I invite my mom to help me help me in the grooming shop, and then we can kill two birds with one stone. She can clean and talk. You got time to lean, you got time to clean. That's right. So yes, I do believe that choices and where we place our priorities is a huge component into time management. So our next one. How do you teach it? How do you teach time management? Well, that's interesting because when you do teach time management to children, I think that that is an over a time period thing. When you're teaching them, most kids, I don't know, I don't know too many kids that wear a watch, so they don't have any concept of time. So that's when you tell them they have to be home by dark. So that's a time management tool. So then that way they have an idea that when it starts getting dark out, you may only have 10 minutes to get home. So you got to get home in those 10 minutes before it gets dark. You could do things like, you know, you can only spend 20 minutes on something. Well, they don't have any concept of that. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes could be two hours. It doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with anything. So you put it on a television show, for instance. When this television show's over, you got to be done with it. Or when something is done, then that's what... So that's kind of like how I would think you would start to teach time management to a child or a child and as they get older then that's when you it's like okay you need to be home by two 
you need to be in by 10. Your curfew's at 12. Those are your small steps mm-hmm. to teaching time management. I think I, my, my family was military. So again, we didn't have, I know what you mean. We didn't have to come home at a certain time. I grew up on a lake, so you have to be home by dark because there's no lights on the boat. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you don't want to get in trouble. Or you had to have these chores done by the time mom got home and you know she got off work at 5.30 and she knows she has an hour and a half drive. So you know you have to have these things done by the time mom got home. Right, and it takes you 10 (laughs) minutes to do though, so. (laughs) Whatever it means to do. There's one story as a child, I ran the sweeper and never even turned it on just to get the sweeper tracks. So that story has followed me my whole time in my whole life and I keep saying, but it was done before you guys got home. Yep. I mean, I there had... were sweeper tracks on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. There were. Yep. Did and... I turn it on? No, I did not. <laughs> that seems like but an it... awful lot of effort. It... Well, hello. <laughs> well, and I think that that's interesting because that brings up the other issue with that is when you're doing time management, is it easier just to do the task at hand than to try to figure out a way to get out of the task at hand? <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, yeah. When you're doing a when you're running the vacuum cleaner over carpet but never turning it on, was that really as effective? No, as <laughs> but we got to follow it. You know, it happened, and it never it never would have known it got happened unless I wouldn't have beat my brother up for walking across the track lines. <laughs> so the whole rest of the story came out. Well, she never even turned on the sweeper, but you just got in trouble because I beat. So really, there was well, no good use of time management there. <laughs> and see, here's the other thing: even with the time management, then. There's consequences for not being efficient with your time. Yeah. So you used it to your full advantage, but then when it didn't follow through, you occur some kind of disciplinary action, Mm -hmm. right? Exactly. And in a job, that could mean termination, write-ups, anything like that. In a family, it could mean grounding. You know, it's some kind of, you can't talk to your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is. That's, I think that that's where then time management becomes more of a reality for people is when they are disciplined for not doing consequences. It. So let's ask this question: Willpower and self-discipline does that play a huge factor in making you a better person for time management? Well, yeah, I think so because, like the good doctor says, poor willpower and self-discipline can lead to disappointments and feeling like a failure if you don't feel like you're not getting stuff done. One reason is we can overcommit to activities. Absolutely. I don't know how many times I've had people do that where I've made plans with somebody, that person's made plans with somebody else, forgot about them, then realize it, had to figure out a way to tell me that they can't do the plans with me. And it, so yes, that is absolute. And I've done that. I've overcommitted to things. That comes down to self-discipline. I didn't write it down. Or I think... You know, here recently, I've just kind of noticed in my friends, like, we'll make plans to do things. And so I move my whole evening around whatever I got to do. But then they feel like they don't want to go because they're depressed. And they don't want to say they don't want to leave the house because, but they'll come up with a reason they don't want to go. When we're talking about self-discipline, I think it takes a lot of self-discipline to even leave the house to stay with the commitments that you have. Mm, that's a good point. Because I got to tell you that once I'm in the house, then it's like, Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Once the, once I'm in the house and the bra comes off, yeah. like it's nothing else is happening. <laughs> and I think this is just something that goes on. And I really, I have to tell myself, okay, don't get too comfortable. You have mm-hmm. to head back out the door, and that is a discipline act. I have to head back out the door to right. meet somebody else because they're looking forward to it. Exactly. And then, you, again, it goes back to you're affecting somebody else's time. Yep. And then what comes with that is all the feelings behind that. So, yeah, I think willpower and discipline is a 
huge aspect in time management. Oh, I mean, even this morning, I was going through my own thing because I knew I needed to be here early, but I also went to a place that there was only one doctor there, so I had to wait a little bit. So I was running late and feeling guilty, feeling like I was letting everybody down, feeling like, oh, crap, they're going to be mad at me, all because of somebody else's time management problem, not even mine. Ooh, that's a good point. So then not only has that affected a third party in this scenario, but it brought up all kinds of feelings. So time management, let's think about this for a second. Time management not only is an art, but it also make you feel better too. It does. That's kind of why I wanted to talk about this topic. I take my time management very serious. I just have to remember that not everybody else does. Well, and I got to tell you, I, I have a problem with people that are not respected of my time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's a huge problem for me. And yes, I do have feelings towards that. You know, it's like, well, you. I'm late. I'm running 10 minutes late. I'm running yeah. 15 minutes late. And not because of anything I did. Nothing I did. I was actually at the place this morning before they opened mm-hmm. to make sure to be at my next appointment on time. Well, and it's funny because I think we can all look at things like that because it happens to everybody and we're like, oh, you know, not a problem. It's when it's chronic. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about people that this happens to every once in a while, people can always forgive that. You know, that's that's just life. Mm-hmm. It gets in the way. But one thing that has always interests me is when people are chronic about it. Mm-hmm. And in their lives and at their profession. Everything they do, they're late. Yeah, everything. everything. It's just absolutely. And then it's always like, oh, whatever. You know, well, you know, or my favorite one, well, you know I'm like that. That doesn't necessarily make it right. Oh, <laughs> that is my, you already knew I was like this when you met me. So that's where, so yes, if you're one of these people or you know one of these people, start looking at the willpower, the self-discipline, and see if that can help you. Well, in fact, 63% of professionals who identify, identify themselves as lacking time management skills suffered from sleep apnea and blood pressure problems, along with other health issues. So it's more than just an area that we get frustrated and others get frustrated with us. It also affects our health. Because I was running late today, my stomach was all upset, I didn't have breakfast, so I just had this whole 45 minutes of me not being on time for someplace eating me up. But in my own mind, I put myself through, you know, all that, my stomach is upset, all of that health. That's fascinating. 63% of professionals mm-hmm. who identify themselves of lacking of time management skills suffer from sleep apnea and blood pressure problems. I think that is... That's, an, that's right that, there. That's, that's, that's interesting because, I mean... You're, you're giving me a headache. Yeah. <laughs> that's because you're not on time. <laughs> yeah, I think that is fascinating. Think about that. This is causing health issues. It's it did. My yeah. stomach was upset. Oh, I've had I mean, that. like, I really, in my mind, even though you guys are the sweetest people, in my mind, I was disrespectful of your time, so it was giving me physically a stomach ache. So it can cause physical problems. It can cause emotional problems. This is the so time management affects all spectrums of life. See why I wanted to talk about it? Yeah, I, I find. I just really wanted to know what other people did with their time. That's where it started. Well, and this is the other thing is, is you know, time is limited, but activities and responsibilities can be overwhelming and limitless. Right. It's so, just prioritizing what's important to you. Right. What is wasting time to you may be priority to me. Exactly. And I think that if you can get on the same page or at least the same chapter, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely going to help. Do you let others influence your time management? Uh, for myself, I think I'm getting better with that in age. Mm-hmm. My job currently is definitely I'm on somebody else's time. Right. You know, I try to be like as a whole 
just as a in-case scenario, um, I groom dogs. So they're all dropped off between 8 and 10 in the morning. Because this means after 10 in the morning, I can focus on the rest of my day. I can focus on those that need to go out. I can focus on the older dogs versus stopping and going because, oh, you want to come in whenever you want to come in. I think people as a whole need boundaries and limitations. So if I have special arrangements where people need to come in later, I totally get all that. But if I just go around saying, oh, come in whenever you want, that's going to cause chaos. You know, it's just not going to be good for me and the dogs because I'm stopping and going. Yeah, especially for your They want my time too. They want that warm soap. They want that bath. They want that scratch too. (laughs) Well, and if you think about it, if in fact somebody comes, oh yeah, just drop them off whenever you want and you close at five, but they drop them off at four... <laughs> this is I got one. that coming, didn't <laughs> I? Right. So this is why I don't say whenever. It's These not are the things as you get older, <laughs> I'm not going to let you manage my time. Kirsten, can you watch my dog for the weekend? Yes. But then you want to call and say, we've extended our vacation by two days. Okay, well, then that means I need to either A, up the charge, because now you've inconvenienced my time, or... Right. I need to find other arrangements. That makes sense because that's what most people do not get. And it doesn't matter if that person, whatever you think that they have the time to do for mm-hmm. you, that may not necessarily yeah, be the I'm case. I'm very good about not volunteering somebody else's time. That's, it's easy to do, though. I see where couples could do that. You know, oh, Mark can look at that for you later. Right. Oh, Christy can do that for you later. Mm-hmm. But nobody even asked Mark or Christy if they wanted to do that later that's or if true. they had time later. So that people that happen. do that, I tend to... I tend to not encourage that (laughs) (laughs) well and i yes and then you do have to set that boundary it's like well i i I don't have time for that or i can't do that well what else do you have going on it doesn't matter what else i have going on i'm not the one that actually said it was okay so you know (laughs) maybe i had a nap going on it doesn't matter for me and this is the other thing i think happens with most people that when they make the plans for you then they want you to justify your time to them and then they want to be the one to say well i don't know if that's really necessary or not Mm -hmm. well again if they've already made the plans for you whatever you had planned it's never going to be necessary and you're the married man here does your wife no she doesn't no is that something that you had to that's definitely a conversation that probably should happen and you know probably earlier on in our uh marriage maybe but that was never an actual thing with us um i've seen it with other couples you know that you know, I was like, oh, he'll do that, or she'll get that done for you. But me and Becky, we've never actually done that. That's it. Becky's never volunteered me to do stuff, and I don't, I can't ever remember a time I've done that to her. Probably we have, but nothing that sticks out in my mind. Mm-hmm. Let's look at this next one. Do rewards help in keeping your commitments in the time management? Small stretch target, small win. So this is interesting because like we've talked about the disciplinary action of time management, mm-hmm. this would be the reward aspect of time management. Well, that's all different areas for me. Time management, when I ran the mar- half marathon, I had mm-hmm. to make the time to do the training. I did have the old box checked off, ran half marathon. That was the goal. <laughs> so there was my goal. Done. Was it a small target? It was huge for me, but I can, I can now say I checked that box. In my current job, when I have all the dogs done on the time that they needed to go out and they looked good and everybody's happy, that's definitely a win every single day in my life. Oh, sure. I bet. that, And you might be tired, but it's very rewarding. Very. My job is very rewarding. So, yeah. And then, again, when we talk about the, uh, the small stretch targets, we're talking about achievable goals, not some kind of way out there goals. It's the small wins that help us become better time management keepers. 
So, like you, for your in, or for your example, you talked about doing your half marathon. Mm-hmm. So you had to get the time down to train for it. Yep. So that your reward is to be able to do the half marathon. So keep those things in mind when you're committing your time to things. What's your reward at the end of it? Mm-hmm. If you're Very talking about so. a job, you get to keep it. So yeah, and then make those small stretch targets. If you're if you're wanting to run a half marathon, read about it, learn about it, watch YouTube videos about <laughs> it, <laughs> and that will actually help you become a better time management over that whatever it is that you're wanting to do. So let's think about the next one. This is a good one. Good time management helps you accomplish more things and reduces stress. You can accomplish more in the same amount of time versus less when you don't properly do time management. It is definitely true. I just had this whole conversation at work the other day. I can groom maybe five, eight dogs between the hours of eight and two, but if I only have three dogs, I feel like I can't get out of there before four. (laughs) Because when I have a bunch of dogs, I can get it in my mind, I know what's going on, who does less, who doesn't like that, who likes the blow dryer, who doesn't like the bath. But when I only have three, it's kind of, oh, now I want to talk to my coworkers, oh, now Mm -hmm. I want to eat snacks, now, oh, now I want to play with the new puppies. (laughs) Well, and I will say, like, for my profession, when nobody is there, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, I can get so much done. I, it, it, like you just said, you want to talk to your coworkers, things like that. And I think that this helps out in so many aspects because that's how I manage my time. From 7 a.m. to 8 p. or 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., the only thing I'm doing is X, Y, and Z. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not doing anything. I'm doing just X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. It reduces my stress level way down. If I am not there at 7 a.m., and let's say, let's say the system is down and I can't get my stuff done, throws my whole day off. Mm-hmm, I'm stressed definitely. for the rest of the day. So, yes, <clears throat> are there going to be days like that to where that, that kind of stuff happens? Yes. But if you manage your time, it doesn't have to be every day. But you do get a lot more accomplished in the same amount of time if you're very aware of your time. And that's why, I mean, I, I really only do work 14 days a month. But I do the amount that most would do in the five days. Sure. Because I have really good time management skills. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's boils down to, and I know what dogs like what. I don't put 18-year-old dogs with three-month-old dogs. You know, <laughs> I definitely have to manage everything going on. That's what makes my day so much more productive. Well, and I th- there's research out there that shows that most of your employees work on the average of six hours of their eight-hour day. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I'm sure it would be five hours because if they get an hour lunch or a half hour lunch. You know? oh, oh, back in that corporate days that I had. Yeah, <laughs> but it's true <laughs> and because they, you know, a lot of talk and a lot of non-productivity actions are going on. So when you think about time management, that's how you have to think it. As an entrepreneur, you have no choice. You have to, do, every minute has to count, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's all kinds of research on that. When we think about how to have better time management, what are some of the things we can do with that? Well, I think that we could set our goals, priorities, plan, and lists definitely help make, um, make things easier managing your time. Use a calendar, a day planner, or I use my phone calendar. Mm. Yeah, it's just helpful to write it down. I have to I have to even put in my calendar walk the dog just because I physically need to remember to make time to do that for him. And you know, 
manage interruptions. It's like such Again, things like nah. turn off your phone. You know, plan to do do it after the kids go to bed. Don't turn on the TV. That would be a big thing with me. Find a way to block out distractions because we can. Now want to, but we can. Right. You know, another thing I would think being organized. Oh yeah, definitely being organized. I mean. If you have to do your same job under a different environment and you don't know where anything is, you're looking for everything. You couldn't be a cook and stuff. Like, even when you go over to your friend's house, for instance, you know, you have a party. I'm going to a party and the party's everybody showing up at two. I show up at noon to get everything ready, but I got to go through her kitchen because I don't know where anything is to cook. Mm Mm-hmm. Or my favorite one is I've told people a hundred times, well, this five minutes saves me two hours in the back end. (laughs) Oh, yes. You know, it's like it may cost me five, ten, twenty minutes on the front end, but it's going to save me two, three hours on the back end. So, yeah, that's managing your interruptions. You know, I, I think that and being organized just makes it go faster, easier, better. It takes the stress down. It reduces all the aspects of your feelings, your emotions. It does all kinds of things. And another thing we can do is prioritize our task list. How many times have you heard, oh, this is priority number one? This has to be done. This has to be done. Well, you've given me five of those. <laughs> I had to, I had to, this is, has to be done my own dog this week because I haven't even groomed him <laughs> in like four weeks. The poor guy lives with me. You know, you would think being a groomer's dog, he would always be. But it's just like if you're married to a mechanic, your car runs like crap. Yep. Married to a plumber, your faucet's leak. <laughs> I'm a groomer, so my dog obviously needs a bath more so than anything else. So I do think that that is prioritizing your list is the best way that you can, especially in your work profession, is the best way to get things accomplished. What has to be done and what can wait. That's what you have to prioritize. And see what you can get other people to do. That's the other thing that most people, they want to take all these tasks on. And you know what? I'm one of those people. I know it. I Keep giving them to me. Keep giving them to me until I go, I can't do no more. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have a bunch of... I have people that want to volunteer my time, obviously, as a dog groomer. You should right. go here and groom this. Oh, I've seen this dog. and But really, I don't want to. Right. <laughs> you know, it's okay to say that, I think, as we get older. I don't want to do something. Yes. Because it's, it's whether is it t- good time management? Case in point. Perfect case in point. There's always that one dog that hasn't been groomed in a year. People have family coming, and you squeeze that one dog in. <laughs> that one dog that was supposed to only take you a half hour has now... <laughs> has now cost you two hours, two blades, and you dropped your scissors because it acted bad. So it's always that last-minute thing that you add which is causing the most stress. Yes, it is. So if you can learn anything from today's show in time management, say (laughs) no sometimes. That's a good one. Yeah, do say no. And, you know, when you are looking at time management, don't procrastinate. I, I will tell you I'm a huge component of this sometimes because... When I know something is not going to work, but it was my task to make it work, and no matter what I do, it's not going to work, I will procrastinate with that project until hopefully it goes away, which it (sighs) never, ever does. So we all do that. We all have that procrastination that we add into our day. Yeah, it's not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It really is still going to be there. That's right. (laughs) And another one that I think most people do, and I, I bring this up, is they want to... And I'm going to put my air quotes in the air. Mm-hmm. Multitask. Do one thing at a time. I'm really multi-procrastinating, if you want to know the <laughs> truth. That's really what I do. I don't. I do that. That's well, what I do. And then when you hear people say, like, "Can you multitask?" 
Now, well, and yeah, I'm, I can. Everybody says yes to this, but nobody understands, or I shouldn't say nobody, but a lot of people don't understand the true definition of this. When somebody goes, can you multitask, is while one project is doing its own thing, can you move on to another project, work on that for a little while, go back to this project once that one thing is done, then yes. But if you're asking me, can I read emails, talk to a customer, and dog groom all at the same time? <laughs> no, nobody can. That does not exist. <laughs> so do one thing at a time. I think one thing that most people don't do is they don't have enough fun in their life. So I think you've got to manage that into your day. If you can add a little bit of fun, ingenuity, creativity into that task, it doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> right. It, it really doesn't. I mean, I am... I am in a job that I, in a career that I absolutely love. Like I love doing what I do for a living. So it, it doesn't make anything hard for me to do because I love to do it. Like I Good love, point. I love going to work. I love dog grooming. I can't even imagine doing anything else outside of it. For me, it's a blast. I think that's true because it, if you are doing something that you are being creative in, I think, A, time management is just a natural aspect of it. You're going to learn to it's do no it. no-choice choice. Remember that show? Yeah. The no-choice choice. Yep. Choiceless choices. And that's what's, that's what's true. You become better, more efficient, because you love doing it. You know, and you can stop activities when you become so overly frustrated and come back to them later. Because we all do that. Then you're sitting over there and you're, you're thinking about this, you're just, and you're becoming more angry, which is unproductive. It's not going to help mm -hmm. you. So just stop. Walk away. <laughs> I have a 10-gallon fish tank that I keep doing that to now. <laughs> I just keep walking away because the task, to me, is so huge that I don't even want to deal with it right now. It's just a 10-gallon <laughs> fish tank with like four inches of water that I just need to restart, redo everything to. But it's overwhelming because it just seems overwhelming mm -hmm. when, in fact, if I just stop. Well, Break down the task, one task at a time. Yeah. It'll Eat be the okay. elephant one bite at a time. <laughs> you know, same thing that most people have. I, even cleaning house, you know, sometimes it seems so overwhelming and you become so frustrated with it. You, you're not cleaning the I whole house. I see how hoarding can happen. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, does those papers really need to be thrown out? Or get them tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but you take it one activity at a time. When it when it becomes frustrating, walk away from it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't start frustrating activities when you are tired or overwhelmed. Wait until a better time and ask for help. I think that's a huge one because when we become overly tired or overwhelmed and then somebody wants to start an activity or they want us to put our time into something, oh, nothing good's going to come from that. Mm -mm. <laughs> usually yeah, we start for tasks, we usually start with eating food, breaking bread together, and then we start. Because for me, when I get people belly full, they can concentrate on what we got to do. That's a, yeah, that's actually any a, kind of com any kind of conference I've been to or any kind of convention or any kind of workshop. We definitely will start, have a good maybe hour into it, and we'll break for food, and then focus is there the rest of the time. Good point. That's an excellent... <laughs> but not late in the day, because then they want to take naps. Right. So again, <laughs> you have to know your crowd, one, and B, you know, it's people can focus when you feed them, and they want to, they want to learn. I think that's a great point. Well, and I got to tell you, we managed our time pretty well, because... This time flew by. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Dr. Christie can stay on vacation. Right. <laughs> well, you know, she might get eaten by a well. That's that's what she said. If she's going to go, that's how she wants to go. <laughs> by a well. By a well. <laughs> well, Christy, 
That's right, she's not here. So I guess I'll be given the final thought today. You know, as the good doctor's note said, we all have the same 24 hours a day. That's 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds. Some people can move mountains in that time, while others are still wandering around looking for their shovel. I think time management really affects us in three ways. How we manage our time, how our lack of time management affects other people, and how other people's lack of time management affects us. Our success is really dictated on how productive we can be, whether at home or at work. Can we stay focused and get the job done? Do we plan enough time for our personal relationships to be healthy? Or do we just stumble around just trying to keep up? You know, life is busy and we have so many responsibilities. This is one of the reasons why we don't have good time management skills. We're always living life trying to catch up rather than give those in our lives the attention in the present moment that they deserve. Because time management can really be about respect for those in our lives. And they are trusting us to do what we say we're going to do in a timely fashion. When our poor time management skills affect others in a negative way, conflict's not far behind. We have to manage our time so other people can manage theirs. Time management is one of those things that you cannot bank or save for later. Once the moment's gone, it's gone. We have to manage our time well, so then that way we can open our lives up to more possibilities and ultimately more choices. So we're about out of time for this show, and we have some great news. Starting January 1st, 2022, you can find our show at livingonpurposepodcast.com or any of the podcast platform like Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. Just search Living On Purpose Podcast and subscribe to the podcast or look us up on Facebook and give us a like and let us know what you want to add to this new show. That's right. So live every day of your life. On purpose. On purpose.